Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning. Welcome to On The Pace on a Monday morning. Hope your weekend's fantastic. It's Michael Guerin here joining you to talk about a bit of harness racing for the next half an hour or so. And it's Inter-Dominion Week. So yes, the Inter-Dominions starts this week coming in from Albion Park in Queensland. There are three rounds of heats over the following week from there, then the final in two weeks' time this Saturday. So the Inters are on and there'll be New South Wales horses heading there. We will talk to some of their connections today. Also talk to Cam Hart, who's driving today. Brad Hewitt's driving today. And Jared Elchin has horses racing this week as well as a horse in Perth. So there's a lot going on. Lots of horses heading in different directions. But the Inters, one of the great series in Australasian racing of any sort, starts this week. And Grant Dixon is the trainer of the favourite. Um, he's a great horse, Leap to Fame. He's had a series of tricky runs this spring heading into the summer. Let's find out how he is. Grant, we know you're busy. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us, mate. Hey, mate. Yeah, no worries at all. Mate, I can hear you jogging a horse there in the background. Leap to fame. How is he heading into your hometown, into Dominions? Because he's had a really, not busy time, Grant, but, man, he's had some big trips and some big races. Yeah, I mean, he's done, done a lot of the hard yards, um, but he, he seems, seems really well within himself. And, um, yeah, hopefully have a good run through the series with him and um, get, get to the final. What attitude, Grant, do you take to an Inter-Dominion? Is it a case that you can afford to use him or park him out or try and lead in all your heats and drive him to his strength? Or is there a chance during a heat you would like to maybe drive him back in the field and give him one run at them? Oh, I, mean, I think I've just got to take every heat as it comes and, and drive it as it pans out. You know, Never planned to really get in gut muscles, but unfortunately sometimes that's the way it works out. I've tried to, you know, as everyone else would be, to try and get him through the series the best you can. Okay, how has he held up after this busy spring? Because you haven't over-raced him. It's not like he's been racing all the time, but when he's travelled, he's ended up in some incredibly tough races and doing most of the work. How's he handled that? Uh, Really well. Um, his, his weight now is as good as we've had it. Uh, he seems really well in himself. So, yeah, at this point, um, obviously, you know, we've got to get to the probably a harsh time of summer with him. Uh, but he's just climbing up here and, yeah, so far, uh, so good. We know that sometimes the easiest way to win a race for a good horse like him during an inter is if you're able to lead. You don't tend to be overly attacked, and it's obviously the shortest way home. Uh, he showed a bit of gate speed last time, Grant. Is that something you're being able to work on with him? Because it wasn't a huge part of his three-year-old career, and he hasn't really had the draws to show it a lot as an open horse. But is that something you would like to use as a weapon during this series? Oh, look, Nick, I, yeah, like, like you said, he, he's never really had the draws to probably enable him to sort of punch up and hold a spot. Um, be nice if he got a few draws where I, I can actually use the speed that he's got to, you know, keep him in a, in a forward spot. I, I'm sure he's got the speed there. I think, you know, out of the series, it's probably 
turn it up. Probably Barney also wouldn't think that he could hold on. So, Grant, talk to us about the theory behind racing a horse, a good horse, a very, very good horse, three times in eight days. He'll race on Friday night, so the series begins this Friday. Then he races the following Tuesday, then the following Saturday. What do you do with them in between the races, Grant, during those periods? I I presume they don't have the hopples on very often and they more just jog around to sort of get the lactic acid out of the muscles? Yeah, I mean, that, that'll be it. It'll be just, you know, watching them in themselves, how hard a run they've had the previous night, and, um, yeah, and just work out how, how much or how little you do with them, sort of how they come through each run and and basically how they're eating and how their weight's holding and, you know, just keep working, working your way through the series and keeping the weight on them and, and keep them feeling good. Yeah, just be just doing it to each horse to their own, I think. You've had great horses at an Inter-Dominion before. Of course, you were part of the team who, who worked on Blacks of Fake when he won four Inter-Dominions. Is it a case that by the end of week one, Grant, you're looking just to maintain and get them through the final night and then you sort of catch your breath and start strategising towards the following Saturday? Look, what days you fast work for that? Is it almost a, a series of two totally different types of weeks? Yeah, I mean, it's just, of it, yeah, like I say, you just got to see what sort of tricks you've had through the first three rounds of heat. And then, you've got, like you said, you'll just get to the last week and then you'll, you'll map out, um, yeah, how much you have to do with them that week, whether you're really trying to pick them back up or whether they're, you know, really on top of their game and you, you, you've got to slip a bit of work into them. It'll, it'll all just come, I think it'll come down to a lot of weather and what sort of tricks I've had to the through the series and how much you actually do that last week. You mentioned the weather. A lot of us think of Queensland as being very hot this time of year. You're a local. Are you expecting it to be a hot inter-dominion as much as you can possibly tell? And while it may not be a factor for your horse because he's used to it, do you think it's a factor for horses travelling from Victoria to get to Queensland and have to race it, I don't know, might be 32 degrees or something? Oh, look, I don't think um, it'll affect him a bit, but obviously, you know, all the horses that come have got um, really good trainers and that, and I'm sure they will, um, you know, keep them uh, well and, and really, you know, do their best for the horse to get them through the series. I don't know how, what they have to do to, you know, accommodate the climate, and, and I'm sure they'll be fine. Grant, I'm not much of an expert on Queensland weather. What are you expecting it to be like over the next couple of weeks, as much as anybody can know these things? Oh, look, look they are actually predicting a bit of rain. The humidity um, spiked up a bit today. So, yeah, it's, it's a probably... Yeah, at the moment, we are experiencing a bit of rain and a bit of storms and stuff. So, you know, in between storms, the weather does spike up a bit. So it'd be nice if we do actually have a, a reasonably fine time because... Um, yeah, just you know, just we don't want to have wet nights on the Indian nights, that's for sure. Grant, talk to us about the rest of the series. Do you, do you have any other horses you're taking to the Inters? Uh, we've got uh, uh, Tim's a trooper in. Uh, Miracle Moose is he's only just scraped in, and we've got one in the in the trotters. What do you make of the series? Do you think it's it's it seems to be there's two obviously huge guns, Swayze and you, 
But do you think some of these Emma Stewart type horses can get up there and 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 be competitive, or or do you legitimately think that, like the market suggests, the big two are the big two? Oh, look, they, they probably are the clear two top picks. Uh, but a horse like Rock and Roll do, like he's he, he's a really he's a really good horse. Um, and there's there's plenty of others there. Like if you know, Sway can let the phone go to go to war. Um, there's plenty there that can capitalise on that. I think it's just not going to be, um, yeah, you know, Swayze drives a bit late the flame. Well, he could easily set himself up to be a beat by something else. Grant, it's been a long time since we've had an Inter Dominion in Queensland. It, it, it's going through an unusual phase. Queensland harness racing. It seems really strong on the track, and then in, in less than two years, Albion Park's going to close, and there's going to be a new racetrack built. Is it coming at the right time? Do you think it's going to capture the imagination of the locals because you've got your horse? With all of it percolating through the system, where do you think Queensland Harness Racing is going to go over the next couple of years? Can, can it maintain that momentum? Oh, look, I think if they do build this new track and uh, put on course stabling there for people um, to reduce costs and stuff, I, I do think it can keep working forward. Uh, we we'd probably would be great if they built this track and then you know, possibly upgraded one of the other tracks, um, you know, to bring it up to them, bring them up a bit more to speed. That would be great, you know, especially just sort of, you know, you're waiting to see what the government does. All right, Grant, there's a, I know you've got bigger fish to fry this week, but there's also racing today at places like Redcliffe, the racing tomorrow at Albion Park. Um, for our listeners who want to stock up the... Uh, the TAB account. Have you got a horse you think could win a race in the next 30 or so hours? Uh, I think I've got a pretty, pretty quiet day to tomorrow, and I have actually been through um, through Wednesday's field yet, so I'm a little bit empty-handed for that. I tell you what um, is unusual, Grant, is we saw it, we're seeing a Queensland trotter coming out doing great things, winning the Breeders' Crown on Friday night and, and winning the Victoria Derby. Um, are you surprised by how far he's come for Graham DeWire? And, and do you, in fact, think that you know there could be a slight renaissance happening in Queensland trotting? Because at the moment, we seem to have, or you seem to have at least one really good horse up there called Not As Promised, and, and there's a few more coming to the state. Yeah, I, I think after the times that he'd been running here, it, it really didn't come as a surprise that he, he raced as well as he, he did because he, he, he performed um, super here. It probably would have been a shock if he hadn't really raced well. Um, and and Graham's been doing a great job with his team. And with you know, young, young Lane there helping him there now. So, you know, they've been going particularly well. And um, that would be great to see him. I just need your comments on one guy before we go. Um, Nathan Dawson is a guy we hear a lot about all around Australia because he wins a lot of races, but we don't see him in the other states. Um, he's heading to record numbers for driving wins for a season. Um, he must be a very good driver. He must be a driver who's getting better all the time. Um, you obviously drive against him a lot. Uh, he seems to a guy who's who's gone to another level. Oh, he definitely has. I, I think he's, he's possibly as, as good a driver as I've seen. Um, he, yeah, he, just, he does a great job on the form. 
Congratulations on what's gonna what's been a tremendous year for Leap to Fame and and flying that Queensland flag, mate. Good luck over the next couple of weeks. We'll try not to bother you too much, but we're going to bother you at some stage. Um, good luck with the whole team, but yes, most importantly with Leap to Fame at the home state Inter Dominion. All right, thanks, thanks, That's Grant Dixon, a real, real professional. As you can hear, he's in the sulky there. That's that noise in the background you can hear. So you've got him in the sulky on the phone, but um, I would suggest he's probably using the earpods. Maybe, <laughs> because it's a bit unfortunate we have to bother these people when they're at work. Um, one guy who's hoping that Leap to Fame doesn't win the Inter-Dominion is the guy who drives the second favourite for the series. Cameron Hart is just back from New Zealand, where he drove Swayze to win the New Zealand Cup. He also won another Group 1 Phillies race. Cam, good morning to you, mate. It's It's been a crazy month, and... Now you're heading to Queensland for a couple of weeks. This is tremendously exciting. Swayze versus Leap to Fame, take two. Yeah, morning, MG. It's, yeah, certainly exciting. I think, um, yeah, Swayze heading up there has definitely added a fair bit to the series. Obviously, brother v brother, and, yeah, looking really looking forward to it. Obviously, Leap to Fame's in great form, and, um, yeah, we'll go round two. Swayze was magnificent in the New Zealand Cup. He missed the New Zealand free for all. What's the report from Jason Grimson on how he's recovered from what's been a pretty busy time? Yeah, he's really happy the way he's travelled home. Um, he's a little bit tired the next day after the Cup, so he just decided not to run him on the Friday uh, with in mind that he did want to try and get him back for the Inter Dominion. So, um, yeah, he's really happy. He's put on a lot of weight. Um, that was one of his main concerns that going into a ruling uh, series like the Inter Dominion, he didn't want him, you know, starting off the first heat, um, you know, at a low weight. But he's nearly as heavy now than what he was when he left for New Zealand. So he seems to be quite happy with him at the moment. Mick. What was that experience like in New Zealand to win a, a massive race? I know it's a race you you dreamed of winning. But to win it in that style where you actually probably got to enjoy the last 200 metres? Oh, it's just hard to explain the feeling, to be honest. But, yeah, the 100 metres when I knew I had it had it won, it was yeah, just unreal. Um, obviously, it's not an easy task to go over there and take on the great Kiwi horses and, um, yeah, to come out on top. It's something that Jace and I and um, the owners will remember forever. Mate, talk about your inter-dominions. Obviously, you have Swayze. What else do you have to drive in both the pacing and trotting series? Yeah, I had a couple of trotters get pulled out. I had Doc your cap for Jared, but he's not going up. But um, Jace has got Nerano up there at the moment and Better Zippets uh, looking at heading up there as well. So uh, whether Jack Trainer or, or I take the drive there, I'm not too sure, but um, he looks to be heading there as well. He's seemed to trial really well, uh, so hopefully he's back to his best. We saw Hi My Name Is Jeff win again at Menangle on Saturday night. Um, they weren't tempted to take him. Is he not the sort of horse who's ready for three races in a week? They did consider it. They just thought he's going so well at Menangle. He's really got his confidence up racing on the big track and 
just thought Albion Park might not suit him um, that great. So he's probably an ideal horse for like a Miracle Mile or something. He can run really good mile races. So, um, yeah, he'll be safe for that at this stage. Uh, I believe Jared Elchin has our ultimate Ronnie or over in Perth. I know, I know he's here because I saw his track week the other day. Are you popping across to drive him or was it too busy a time to do both? Yeah, he's got two runs over there, Ronnie. Um, he'll go next Friday, so I won't be able to make it because I'll be in Brisbane. But the Friday after uh, is the Nugget or two weeks' time, I think. Um, so I'll head over then and, yeah, really looking forward to it. We got over there for the Nullarbor and really loved Gloucester Park and Perth's a great city, so looking forward to getting back over there and sitting behind one of my favourites. So, yeah, it should be good. OK, so just for our... our New South Wales listeners who are wondering where you're going to be the next couple of weeks. Friday night, Albion Park this week. Do you return for Menangle Saturday because you have Albion Park Tuesday, I think Gloucester Park next Friday, then Albion Park on Saturday. Does, it, does that sound right? Yeah, it sounds right. Um, I'll try and get back for the Metropolitan meeting on the Saturday if I can at Menangle. So that's the plan at this stage, um, providing all the flights go on time and we should be able to make that work. Okay, Goldburn today, heading there for the first on the card at 12.55. You're on Tarrant Hayes for Grant Forest. It's a two-year-old trot, so I've got no idea what to make of these. What do you make of it? Yeah, I really like his first up run. Um, he's had quite a few trials to get him ready, and uh, he seems to trot really well first up, so he probably looks a good place chance. Uh, racing eyes is quite a handy horse, and probably looks pretty hard to beat if it does everything right, which it normally does. So, um, But I still think my guy's a, a good place chance in that race. You're driving one of your old girls, Sally M, in the second on the card, Mobile Trot. She, uh, she's been around plenty of times, but look, she, she seems to be a nice old mare. Yeah, she's been consistent of late. She probably hasn't found her best form as uh, she gets a little bit older, but uh, in saying that, if she can, you know, get to 80 or 90 percent in this race, she'll be very competitive. So, um, providing if we can get her to the fence, she'll take a little bit of beating. But um, even if we can just get a spot in the running line, she's probably a top three hope. It's not an overly strong race. Mate, you've got a few other drives um, later in the car. They've all got bad draws, actually. You haven't had much luck with the draws for predominantly David Waite today. So what's your other best chance of driving a winner today at Goulburn? Yeah, I have been not blessed with great draws, but I think Osmond adds probably my my best hope out of the rest. Um, he hasn't got a great draw either, but he is in good form. He ran a nice second at Menangle the other day in good time, so... If he gets a little bit of luck, he won't be too far away. You head to Menangle for the Tuesday afternoon meeting tomorrow, Cameron. I thought Major Celebrity, who you drive in the three-year-old uh, regional series heat, uh, I thought he came into what, what's a, quite a strong race, but I thought he came in beautifully, really. Yeah, he's quite a handy horse. He he can be a little bit inconsistent, but when he puts it all together, he's, he's quite nice. So um, hopefully he's on his A game. Uh, there's a couple there that go quite nice as well, but if we get a good spot, he should be right in that race. But looking forward, um, I know you've got a lot in the next two weeks going on in Cam Hart's life. Do you think there's two slot races in April? They're both worth a million dollars or more. Do you think Swayze is more likely to return to New Zealand for the, their million-dollar slot race or head to Perth for their $1.25 million slot race? Yeah, I'm not too sure. There hasn't really been too many conversations. Obviously, 
been quite a busy time with the New Zealand Cup and the Inter-Dominion, but I'm sure that conversation will come up uh, providing you get through the Inter-Dominion well. And, um, yeah, either option looks uh, pretty exciting on my end, for sure. I'd love to get to back over for the race or obviously the Nullarbor, but, uh, yeah, we'll leave that up to probably uh, the owners and Jace and see what they think. But, uh, yeah, either option's good to me. Mate, uh, plenty of travelling going on. I hope you've got someone looking after your house because it sounds like you're not going to spend too much time at home over the next little bit, someone mowing the lawns. Do, do you have a lawn, Ken? Uh, yeah, I've got a little bit of a lawn. Um, OK. A little bit, have you got, you got someone to mow it for you? <laughs> yeah, my sister, Ashley, she gets out on the mower. <laughs> sounds a bit slack, but um, she doesn't mind, mind doing it. So um, I didn't really take after my dad. He's mowed lawns all his life and, and tracks and this and that. But, um, yeah, it's not really my forte. No, we'll leave the mowing to the experts like your dad, Mark, or in this case, your sister, Ashley. Mate, travel well over the next couple of weeks, and we'll be talking to you during the Inter-Dominions. Good luck with Swayze and the rest of your drives. Thanks, MJ. Appreciate it. Cameron Hart, who is a very good driver and a very bad lawnmower by the sounds of things. Brad Hewitt uh, can also drive. He can also train. Not sure how he goes on the lawns, but he is, I believe, heading to the Inter-Dominions. Brad, good morning to you. Um, are you Inter-Dominion bound with not only a good trotting mare, but, of course, with Typo? Morning, Mick. Uh, no, I pulled both of them out last week. Yeah, this was going to sort of be too hard, and, um, yeah, the, the mare's sort of not going the best, so, yeah, we pulled the pin on it. Is it a case that for a, a smaller barn, you've got plenty of horses, but of course, you know, you don't have a huge amount of people around you to help, I presume. Is it a case that going there with horses you might not think can win an Inter-Dominion is too interruptive to what is campaigning all the other horses at home? Yeah, pretty much, Mick. And yeah, got a young family at home and that, and just yeah, all them things sort of together, just yeah, it's going to be too much. Yeah, I'd love to be able to get away for a couple of weeks up there. It's always good to go up to Queensland, but um, yeah, realistically, they're not a chance of beating them good horses going around there, so yeah, we'll stay at home where they can hopefully earn some money. I would have thought Typo is still very much learning about being a free-for-all horse. Will he stick around Menangle for a bit, or does he turn up in one of these really good country cups or um, like a Turbo Memorial-type race? Because there's a lot of options for those good horses. Yeah, just them cups races. Meet them country cups. He ran second at Cowra. He went really good there. And I think the young cups on uh, this Friday coming. And then, yeah, as you said, the Shirley Turnbull on Boxing Day, they're all worth really good money. So, yeah, he can just stick around home and look at them sorts of races. OK, mate, you're having a steer on the local track or close enough to the local track today. Um, can you see a winner there today? I know you're not taking many of your horses to the races today, but... Um, can you see a winner from the ones you are driving today at Goulburn? Uh, without having too deep a look yet, Nick, um, yeah, just got a few uh, bad barriers, but um, I think that Captain Dan's uh, an HRA chance from the draw. Like, if he settles nice and handy, he, he shouldn't be all that far away. He, he hasn't been racing with all that much luck and been drawn bad, so he gets his chance to sort of run top three, and uh, my brother's or she sort of hadn't been far away either, and she's drawn pretty handy in Barry too. So, yeah, that, them two would probably look like the best. OK, mate, just a question for you. I'm, I'm looking at this into Dominion, and I'm thinking that whoever draws the best or leads out of Swayze, 
or leap to fame probably wins the final. Is that how you're seeing it? Yeah, they're both great horses, and yeah, that's just they've got the same characteristics, like they're so strong. So yeah, you like to think, yeah, depending on how they go through the series and um, what sort of like if they've tough runs and whatnot. But yeah, I'm pretty much the same as you. Whoever gets the the luck in the barry draws is yeah, it looks like they're going to be tough to beat around there anyway. Mate, good to talk to you, mate. Uh, get round safe today at Goulburn, and you'll be looking forward to seeing Typo Friday night of the Young Cup. Johnny Mick. That's Brad Hewitt. Does a super job with his team. Had to take a couple out of the Inter-Dominions. It raises a really interesting point. If you don't have a lot of staff or a, a big stable unit, um, you know, can you take a horse to the Inter-Dominions if it's two, two and a half, three weeks away from the family, away from your horses, if you don't think you can win? Is it worth going? You know, it's a it's a big question. If you if you go up there for two and a half weeks, it's a lot of expense for the owners too. So interesting to get his thoughts there of Brad Hewitt. He's racing at Goulburn today. First there goes at twelve fifty five. Trying to get hold of Jared Elchin because Jared has a, a Perth campaign going on. He's on the phone with us now. Good morning to you, Jared. I presume you're in Perth. Is that the case? Because I, I know your horse is there. Yeah, morning, Mick. Yep, no, I'm over here in the uh, the heat. It's uh, it's been good. They tell me it was 38 degrees. You didn't pop along to the railway at the gallops on Saturday. It's um, it's it's a big old day at the races when it's 38 degrees. And you just decide to have a couple of beers. Yeah, well, I actually uh, they got another thing here called the venting in the park, which is pretty big too. So I was there and um, having a few cleansing ales in the sun. It was nice. Um. Is that like a music festival? It doesn't sound like a racing activity. No, it's um, horse eventing, um, doing the jumping. and oh. um, Yeah, it's a jump day. It's pretty big over here. Um, they do it once a year in front of the casino. Um, it was packed. I'd say there would have been as many people at uh, this thing as the, the railway. It was a really big day. Everyone gets dressed up and it's pretty formal. So that was something different and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Wonderful. It sounds like a lot of fun. Sounds strange the two things were on the same day, but yeah. not for us to decide. We'll move, we'll move on from that. Hey, um, talk to us about our ultimate Ronnie, because Perth can be a really hard place to take an eastern seaboard horse to. I know he had a spin around Gloucester Park, and for our Gallops and Greyhound listeners who don't know, Gloucester Park's a bit smaller than the tracks we race on in New South Wales. How did he handle the spin round GP? Yeah, he was really good. He's um, he's raced around Penrith a fair few times, and um, he I think he holds the track record there for two-year-olds. He went 154 there as a two-year-old, so it wasn't so much whether I thought he'd get around the track or not. It was more just a refresher, taking him there, because he's been racing at Menangle for so long. He thought we'd just take him there and give him a bit of a refresher, and uh, he, he worked really good. He just worked around um, with one of the Bond horses. Um, they didn't go super fast, but he ran a good half, last half, here his last half in 56 and ran up the straight in 26 and a piece. So, um, yeah, well, I couldn't have been happier. We felt sharp and, um, yeah, re- really happy with how we settled in the first couple of days. He was a bit lost and, um, yeah, a bit squealy, but he seems to have really settled in now and um, we're going to give him a hit out here in about half an hour's time with a couple more Bond horses. I'm staying at Greg and Skies. It's a magnificent setup here and, um, yeah, we're just going to give him a hit out in a, in a minute, but couldn't be happier with where he's at at the present. 
What race is he in this Friday night? Because his major aim, of course, um, the Gold Nugget, is the following Friday. Yeah, I think it used to be called the McInerney Ford or something like that. I'm not sure what it's called now, but it's just um, it's a Group 2 four-year-old race. I think it's worth 125000 so nothing to be sneezed at. So that's just a really good lead-up race to, to the race in a fortnight's time. Um, he had a trial at Menangle the Wednesday before he come over and he trialled really good. He was really sharp and um, sort of just need to tick him over now. And I think this run on Friday night will um, hold him in good stead for, for a fortnight's time. Uh, obviously, we spoke to your driver, Cameron Hart, earlier in the show and he is heading to Albion Park this week, understandably. So who drives Ronnie on Friday? Um, we're just going to wait until all the fields come out um, because Young's on at the same it's on Friday as well with the Carnival Cup and then we've got three runners there going there with uh, Paz Guarantee, the um, the main one, but so just going to wait and see um, when the fields come out, whether we elect to bring someone over from Sydney or whether we look towards a, a um, Perth driver, a WA driver um, we'll just wait till the fields come out and see where they draw and um, yeah, go from there. I'm not going to not going to make me mind up until all the all the fields come out and the draws come out and all that sort of thing. So I sort of just left it to Cam. Um, Cam had spoke to me yesterday and said, um, don't have anyone just yet, just in case the next couple of days things go pear-shaped with Swayze. He said, just, um, he said, wait till the fields come out before I go putting anyone else on. So Cam's got first option, but obviously if Swayze's going to Queensland, he'll go that way. So... Um, yeah, we'll just wait and see until all the fields come out. Mate, exciting week for you because obviously the Young Cup's a big deal for Pars Guarantee and he's, he's the leader in the bonus situation, of course. He can potentially win a big bonus if he has a good carnival of cups. You've got major celebrity in tomorrow, Jared, at Menangle. Hard horse to follow, but uh, I would have thought he'd probably be winning on his best form tomorrow. Yeah, he's a real tricky horse, Nick. He's sort of... He loves to lead, and if he doesn't lead, he sort of has a think about it. Um, yeah, he, he has got plenty of ability. He's just a bit of a frustrating horse. Um, if He trialled really good on Wednesday, albeit we didn't pull him out, and I think he does like that if he doesn't have to pull out and run past them. But he, um, yeah, on his best, I think he'd be going very close in that. He's just a real frustrating horse because he has got the ability, but he just... Uh, he has to think about it, and I don't know whether it might be the two things between his back legs. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll just see how he goes this week to what we decide, whether we take them out or whether whether we leave them in. He's just uh, yeah, it's been a bit frustrating his last couple of runs where he probably should have gone a lot better. Mate, we appreciate your time this morning. Looking forward to, to seeing who you get for a driver for your very good horse, My Ultimate Ronnie, this week. And, of course, he's... Got a track work in just a few minutes. So, mate, thanks for this morning. Um, good luck over the next two weeks, both here and there. And um, stay hydrated. It sounds like it's warm over there and you've been busy. So, mate, look after yourself. No worries. Thanks a lot. Thanks for the chat. That's Jared Elchin, who has the New South Wales Pacer, our ultimate Ronnie racing over the next two weeks in Perth. Inters start Friday. Friday, Tuesday, Saturday for the heats of the Inter Dominion. The final is on December the 16th. It's going to happen really, really quickly. And we'll keep you up to date with it here on Sky Sport Radio. Brittany Graham is, of course, in the Queensland. She'll be updating you.
<coughs> excuse me, post barrier draws, and we'll talk about them more with finding winners on Friday morning. We'll talk about the Inters, the Carnival of Cups, heading to Young. There's a lot going on. We know you're busy. We'll keep you informed on the harness racing front. The next stop for that here will be 10.30 on Wednesday morning when Brittany's back with more on the pace.